Welcome to Grow Happy. This is a podcast on the art and science of positive psychology available in English, Spanish, and Italian. Today, we would like to talk about how self-acceptance can help us avoid or heal from the type of pain and suffering in our lives that takes place when we deny, avoid, hide, or push away from our own characteristics, our own conditions. In the book entitled The Second Mountain, David Brooks describes in detail how our modern society pushes us towards an unrelenting focus on success, power, achievement, gratification, oppression, insecurity, addiction, and loneliness. Brooks is a highly accomplished author who is known for his number one New York Times bestselling books and newspaper columns. He has described how his own drive to achieve gave him material success while turning him into an aloof, insecure, uncommunicative, individualistic type of person who became trapped by his own ego. Self-acceptance can help us improve our emotional well-being in the present moment instead of trying to prove our worth through a never-ending mountain of achievements. Self-acceptance comes about when we welcome and embrace our own attributes. This can include factors like accepting our body, our intellect, our positive and our negative attributes. Instead of thinking that we will be happy when we reach our weight goal, for example, we can accept our bodies as they are and treat them well with kindness and respect right here and right now. In previous episodes, we have described similar paradoxes. For example, we spoke about how acceptance can help us change. In a general sense, acceptance means consenting, receiving, welcoming, holding. Our sense of self-acceptance is highly influenced by our relationships with others. Growing up, our relationships with parents and relatives shape us in ways that can have lifelong consequences. Raising children using empathy as a guide is a principle that can help build strong bonds and help children develop a healthy sense of self-esteem and self-acceptance. Parents that lack empathy are often critical in destructive ways that can drive children to reject their own sense of self. Self-acceptance doesn't mean to love your superficial ego, and it doesn't mean to be self-absorbed. Self-acceptance should never be confused with superficial self-satisfaction. Self-acceptance is more about gratitude, delight, and kindness. Another paradox is that accepting ourselves can help us accept others and build better and stronger relationships. It can help us transcend, give, serve. People who are real, authentic, are very attractive to others. How can we work on our own self-acceptance? We'd like to highlight three ways to increase self-acceptance. Self-regulation, self-awareness, and self-transcendence. Practicing self-regulation is a process that starts by bringing a sense of acceptance into our lives, accepting both the positive and negative aspects of our lives, then trying to work towards reducing, de-amplifying, channeling the charge of negative emotions while progressively refocusing on the positive aspects of our lives. An example of this is to reframe a negative situation as an opportunity. Instead of getting stuck in an endless loop of self-criticism, 
we can learn to identify factors such as gaps, failures, challenges, or defects as opportunities for improvement. David Brooks learned to use emotions like the painful experience of getting divorced, isolation, and shame to understand the importance of commitment. In the case of a person who loses a parent, grief can be the force to reaffirm bonds with their children. Negative emotions like sadness or guilt can sometimes lead us to become more aware, to realize that hurt and pain can guide us into the right path in our personal lives or in our professional careers. By the way, self-acceptance and self-awareness can help us deal with aspects of our lives that we don't fully understand. An example of these are unconscious aspects that exist in us that are not within our conscious control. In individualistic cultures, we tend to define our social context as our surroundings, conditions, factors, and circumstances that are outside of our sense of self. But the word context comes from the Latin word contextere, which means connected, linked, combined, interwoven. This brings us to a third strategy to improve our self-acceptance, to realize that our sense of self is not separate from others. Instead, we make part of relationships that are quilted, interwoven, what we like to call self-transcendence. When self-acceptance and self-transcendence go hand in hand, we understand our true social nature. Researchers at the University College London and the University of Korea have provided support for the idea that self-acceptance, self-awareness, and self-transcendence produces physical and chemical changes in our brains. This research shows increased levels of serotonin, decreased levels of cortisol, and increased integration of hemispheric activity. Remember, you can also listen to this episode in Italian and Spanish. Please consider supporting us with a small donation by visiting our website, www.togrowhappy.com, where you can find all of our podcasts and transcripts of each episode. You can also help us by giving us a positive review where you listen to this episode and by sharing your thoughts with us. We hope this episode can help you be happy. Goodbye. Ciao. Adios.